Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Clarence Court is home to Britain's widest collection of free-range eggs since 1928. Our traditional heritage birds produce a distinctively rich and iconic yolk that takes home cooking from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Loved by chefs and favoured by foodies, each shell is stamped with its own royal crown. It's time for you to discover the wonderful world of fabulous eggs by fabulous birds. Clarence Court. Our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dish, the first one in 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Nick. Happy New Year. I love January. Do you? Everyone moans about January. I love that it's like a new year. Exciting. My favourite is, and this is really nerdy, when it's January the 1st and it's a Monday, I'm like, oh, that is order. And, and then it's like, it's the set. I love it anyway. So I'm excited that it's January. Now, the Christmas ones that we did with Alison and Dermot and Hugh Bonneville, yeah. of course, we recorded in my house. Yeah. And we thought, you know what? Let's do this one in my house as well. So we're still here help, at help, my house. Let me out. Angela has been living in my basement. <laughs> Since the 21st misery, of December. The movie. I'm all Yeah, it's all like I'm misery. Saying. Yeah. I'm a big fan of your cookbooks, Ange. I've bashed a knees in with a, a skillet pan. <laughs> I'm joking. I haven't really. Oh, of no. I can walk. I, of course, yeah. Um, but New Year, new me. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? I always have. I have great expectations mm. of myself and I set myself high goals and fail within a week. What are they? Well, I always say I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to drink as much. All the things we all say. Yeah. And then within a week, I haven't gone to the gym. I've drunk as much as I drank over Christmas and that's it. Yeah. And obviously, no weight is lost. Well, you gave it a go. We gave it <laughs> it's a been go. three days. <laughs> Three days. So what can you do? Yeah. Um, today we've got someone joining us who I really want you to meet and uh, I think you're going to really, really like. And someone that I've worked with a lot and I think she's going to love you and I think you're going to love her. Oh, Yeah. Exciting. Because I think that you're both no nonsense yeah. and dead funny mm. and both really, really great what you do and unfortunately have to spend a lot of time with me at work. <laughs> So I think you might get on. We'll have um, our moment of talking you will have about your moment. you. Yeah. Uh, we have Annie Mack joining us. Yes. And Annie's good because Annie, um, she's good for January because she's got a podcast called Changes. Yeah. Which is all about making a change and a fresh start and a new take and stuff. And Annie's a proper doer. Yeah. So I feel like she's a good person to listen to in the start of January. Every time I speak to her, I'm like, I'm going to do something. Yeah. She's and then I'm like, I can't be arsed. <laughs> um, so I thought with Annie, we're not going to do dry Jan. I know no. people always talk about dry jan um but it's a bit boring so i thought why don't we start today's dish with a vodka martini with a lemon twist feels clean um and then what are we going to cook annie so we're going to go with scallops we're yeah. going to have a lovely little spiced ginger and lemon butter on top of them roasted in the pan and just this lovely carrot salad with it Shall we welcome our guest, Angela? Indeed we shall. Let's do it. Our guest today is a superstar DJ, superstar author, superstar podcaster. Just a general superstar. Superstar. Yeah. Um, Here to learn the difference between a fillet of fish and (laughs) a fillet of fish. It's Annie McManus. Hi, guys. 
lovely. It's so nice to be here. Thanks so lovely to, to meet you. Lovely to meet you. I'm so happy long time to coming. Meet you. It, it feels long overdue. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot about you, Fungrim. Mm. You're looking finally. amazing. Thanks, babe. I always you think he nice. looks amazing, but your makeup's good. Your hair, oh, you well, looking I'm great. Deeply hungover. Well, you <laughs> so I'm really. I wish I looked like you when I'm, I'm hungover. Really relieved. Remember the rule that we used to have in Radio One, babe. <sighs> Which is like the more hungover you are, you have to do yourself up. Like, really? Look yeah. even better. So because everyone's like, you no look great. Was like, Nick oh, continually tarted up there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd often wear a tuxedo and a top hat. <laughs> like, oh, good morning, sir. So I thought we'd start today with like a, a classic cocktail. So vodka martini, really easy. Like, can't make it wrong. Vodka and a bit of a mousse. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And then put, I like it with a lemon twist. So I yeah. like it like that rather than dirty. So that's quite yum. So I thought quite good for, you know, fresh starts in January. Great. If you are going to drink, that does feel like the healthiest one, doesn't it? Like, yeah. I feel like they could give you that in a health camp. I don't think they would. No, but, but do you know could. what I mean? It's like, definitely the that. most potent one you could yeah, ever Yeah, but choose. I think let's get to the point. <laughs> Two of them, you're done for the night. Done. Done. Absolutely done. But vodka's the one, like everyone says, that it's like the slimmest one. Yeah. yeah. When we've had like really fancy slim women celebrities in the restaurant, yeah. it's always it's vodka. Always vodka. Yeah, always me. vodka. Clearly, Angela, that's why I drink it. Yeah, that's why. And you two have known each other what nearly twenty years. Oh, that's terrifying. That sounds like we yeah, met in nineteen seventy-four. <laughs> Like so when someone says right. 20 years ago, I see Ziggy Stardust. Okay. But genuinely, I'm yeah. yeah. I met you when I was maybe 30. I we met, well, we met very briefly in Glastonbury. Right, okay. But were you on the radio then at Glastonbury? Just. I think just. I just. Yeah. Okay. So how old were you then? 26, it would have been. So like 18 yeah. years. What were you doing at Glastonbury? I was working for like a plugging company. Right. So they'd like, you know, get artists to radio stations. So okay. I was assisting there. Right. And I went to Glastonbury to assist in getting the, taking the bands around to interviews. Got you. Okay. And I met Annie there. There's a blurred photo somewhere. Yeah. And then I had a show on Sunday yeah. nights on Radio 1 and uh, Grimmy had wanted to get into Radio 1. So I was like, you should come in and meet people and see if you can come in. And he ended up doing like little like segments it was like what gigs Culture were on sure yeah. yeah exactly and then he was so impressive so you were kind instrumental of... then in getting well Nick I don't know I yeah, yeah. yeah totally it, but... no you were very much so well it was lovely and we ended up co-hosting and having yeah. like honestly some of the most fun years yeah, of radio I've ever had on those Sunday night shows because yeah. no one we were just left alone mm-hmm. yeah. it was wild it was <laughs> and we were like in the basement at Radio 1 we could do whatever we yeah. wanted bosses definitely didn't listen no they really didn't because they would have intervened. We mm. would rock up after the show had started. So our, pro- <laughs> our, no! our producer would be playing tunes and we'd be like bumbling in like five past seven. We'd be like, well, this song's on till ten past. <laughs> Not quite getting there at seven, is there? Um, I can't believe that. I know. Or well, we'd get there at seven, like walk in, yeah, yeah, sit, down, sit down, start it. The first entire hour of the show would be talking about food. Yeah, what we're going to have for our tea. What we had, what we will have. Yeah. There would be a lot of just kind of, you know, when you laugh so much that you forget why you're laughing. Yeah, yeah. That business. Hysteria. Yeah, yeah. it was anger hysteria. Hysteria. But for me at that time, I remember because it was my first taste of Radio 1. Yeah. And that was the Radio 1 that I loved. Yeah. Like I loved Chris Evans and Sarah Cox. And it was like never professional. Yeah. And anyone that was professional, I never liked. But it was natural and it was real. You know, it wasn't sort of planned and stylized, which is brilliant. No, we genuinely were just hungry. (laughs) Genuinely just complete chaos. Nothing prepared, nothing planned. Uh Because Nick tells me you're a real uh, cook, Annie. 
Uh, right. Well, do you know what? It was like, when I got asked to do a podcast about food and cooking, I was like, do I got Angela Hartnett? Do I got any Mac? They're You're so tall. similar. You're tall. You're both so skilled. <laughs> no, Annie won't mind me saying this, but no, Annie's, I don't, I don't know if cooking. Annie's cooking's mad. <laughs> Isn't it mad? Annie has rang me before genuinely and said, babe, green beans. What do I do with What them? do I do? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, what do I do? And I rang you once about how to roast a potato. A sweet, was it a sweet potato? <laughs> sweet potato. I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Like ringing. I'm like, hello? Yeah. What did you do with a sweet potato? It's like, you just. But you have, it. babe, you've been to my house for a couple of meals, mm-hmm. right? There was the one when we roasted a chicken. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with that because yeah. I'm a vegetarian, mm-hmm. brought up as a vegetarian. Right. So not very, don't really know what, what I'm doing with meat. Yeah. But that was okay, was it? Mm-hmm. I love people and parties but I really don't like the pressure of having to feed people so what I would normally do is if I'm having a party that happens to be over dinner time I do try and avoid that right but if it is I just get a load of pizzas in yeah why not and loads of crisps in a bowl yeah the end nothing wrong with crisps in a bowl yeah and if you want to check out that recipe for crisps in a bowl, <laughs> go to waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. Please put that on the dish recipes website. I think it's important as you grow older to still have things to aspire to and to learn. Mm-hmm. So right. what there's a couple of things I still want to tick off. One go of on. them is um, understanding wine. Okay. Another one is learning how to cook yeah. like, right. properly. Okay. And I think like I want to still, you know, so there's still room. Do time. There's Come still on. room. Well, I downloaded the New York Times food app, okay. cooking app, yeah. and had a go on it last week and it okay. didn't go down Don't very well. No. What did you try? I bought my first fennel. Oh! <laughs> Thank you very much. I love that. Uh, so chopped a little fennel. Mm-hmm. Uh, How was it? It was braised beans with uh, Swiss chard. Bought my first Swiss chard. Oh, yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't do that right. I didn't cut off the stalks and okay. it was all Oh, you got to do that I, in two, haven't you? I messed, yeah. I messed it up, basically. Okay. okay. And I find it hard when you follow a recipe and then it just doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And then I get frustrated and then I... And I'm Straight also deeply, kitchen. deeply impatient. Right. Ah, so you're instant, you're quick meals. I'm that. A friend of mine who's a really good cook told me this recipe ones that is very me which yeah. is just spaghetti loads of garlic fresh tomatoes brie and basil and oh, you just fab. put you just Sounds put them good. all in like, it's like that simple that's what i like i like a kind of five ingredient yeah. dish yeah. that can be whipped up in half an hour done the end yeah. what's the really simple pasta that you do that's really yummy we spoke about it many a time garlic dry chili olive oil a bit of parsley yeah. if you're lucky love it but yeah that's Easy. it that's what i'm talking about i Easy. think we need to do a trade-off you see i need to, i need to come you up with a massive <laughs> no no i don't want to do that uh, angela's be... always wanted to play dc10 <laughs> in ibiza that's just what she's always wanted to do i just want to go what to one of Annie's... for life yeah. Guess this for life for for like you teaching me 10 <gasps> basic recipes yeah, yeah, that, that are easy to impress yeah, yeah, yeah. and make me look like a legitimate adult. Legitimate adult. I love the fact that's, that's a tick. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that's guess a deal. this for life. Guess We're done it. Life. Yeah. Boom. Okay, perfect with it. Because Annie is a proper doer, by yeah. the way. And, you know, Annie, if she decides to do something and put some You're gonna it, do it, it just happens. Right. So I do believe that if you were like, I want to be a really good cook, yeah. you would do it. Yeah. And yeah. I was telling Angela before you got here about your before uh, before midnight, midnight clubs yeah. Yeah. and how you were just like, why is that not a thing? Yeah. And you just made it a thing. Yeah. But tell Angela all about the idea. I'm for coming this. to this. Angela's well up for this. So the whole concept is you go out to see any mm. sort of music, but why do you have to wait till two in the morning to see a headline DJ? Exactly. It's kind of so it's just kind of pulling everything forwards, making it accessible so that you can go out at a normal time yeah. and see a DJ and proper dance and still be home at a time where you can like function the mm. next yeah. day. Yeah. 
So go to bed, really watch a little basic. Netflix, have it's a drink. Such yeah. a, I, such a basic thing. Bells. And you're going all around the country doing that. Yeah, I'm going to put a load of shows on, on sale next week. But it's going really well and it's selling out so quickly. I and bet. That, it's such a good feeling that yeah. there's people out there who are like as excited about it as I am. If someone's on it too, that's a yeah. write-off the next Yeah, of day. course it is. Because what yeah. time do you get in work to run a restaurant? Oh God, we're in like, you know, in the morning about eight o'clock, but there's seven o'clock. You want to be done by 11 yeah. sort of thing, yeah. finishing, yeah, yeah. and then you're in bed. Yeah. But I sort of love that because like everyone said, when we got married, they were like, and everyone says, what do you want to dance to? I said, you know, the best music, I love dancing. It sounds a bit naff, but like wedding music. You know, when you go to a great Andrew, wedding. That's my favourite set. <laughs> and actually the best, the, the biggest compliment everyone always pays me is like, oh, we loved your party. I said, we did exchange vows and get married because we had such a great dance. This, yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah. danced all night long. Wedding, and that wedding was it. discos or parties yeah. are the best because they're completely democratic. As a DJ, it's quite a challenge. I have to kind of cater to everyone. There's no snobbery. People are really invested. They want to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Like they're yeah. there to dance. Yeah. Um, and you just get to play loads of old stuff, like classic stuff. Yeah, brilliant dance. So before, yeah. I've compared Before Midnight to a bit of a wedding without yeah. the kids. Yeah. Because it's that vibe. I what about, it. have any wedding tunes made it into your club sets? Is there anything Ooh, that really yes. works at wedding, Good really question. works at club? Um, there's a Donald Byrd tune. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. A lot of Donna Summer. Uh -huh. yeah, oh, yeah, Donna course. Summer. Works yeah. Um, Communards, I bet that's pretty good. Don't Leave Me This Way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it's, that it's, it's, it's like a before it? midnight, absolute yeah. classic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's that, but it's also new stuff as well. But it's yeah. just so, it's so nice. Like coming out of Radio One, I sound like it was, I was shackled to new music. <laughs> I always remember Sarah Cox um, when she went to Radio Two going, finally, I can talk about how much I like the Stone Roses. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's just kind of that. It's like, it's like I've, there's such a yeah. legacy of music behind you. Sure. And with Radio 1, rightly so, it's all looking forward. Mm -hmm. So it's been so indulgent. Going to just go back and play whatever I want. Yeah. From. Have you two gigged together? We DJed once in the same city when we both DJed in maybe Leeds. Right. And I DJed earlier and you came and right. then you DJed afterwards. Do you remember? We both were DJing in different venues and you came to mine and it was like a drunken student union. Yeah. And someone oh, was yes. sick in the front row. Oh, God. And I remember Annie watching like, babe. And then you played like a club later it, on. Yeah. You were like, wow. But I don't know if, I think we did it once together at a big weekend. Yeah, yeah. we will have done that. We and did like we, a back I think we probably back. played people's parties. Like, yeah, yeah. various parties. birthday parties. Yeah, maybe stuff. a wedding together. Yeah. Grimmy, like Grimmy, you have like a unique way of DJing. Yeah. Um, In what sense? Why do well, you say that? Well, yeah. <laughs> he has like, he has like a, a one trick method of getting from one record to the next, which is like, whoop, bang. Yeah. It's a spin what back What does he call it? Well, the pull-up. Yeah, yeah, no, but he calls it like the Grimmy Wheel. Yeah, he's, he's got like a Grimmy Wheel up. Or Grimmy wheel but then up. how would you do that? Well, you just slowly mix, mix, <laughs> mix or you right. uh, okay. Now I you sometimes blend. do... Mix a blend. Sometimes right. I don't do a... Yeah. I sometimes just turn that one down and turn that one up. <laughs> That's what that... I just like all the DJ, secrets of DJ like, being revealed today. Some I people love it. love it and to get like in the mix, right? Yeah. And get yeah. really focused. But I like want to talk to people. Yeah. Maybe. And I don't know. I it's just want my to, like, problem. This is my only too... issue with before midnight. Is I DJ for four hours. I don't get to see anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's difficult. You want to have a chat to people. Yeah. I'm so with you. And you know what? I think you can get really bogged down when you're DJing with the technicalities of, of the journey and joining yeah. the dots to the point where sometimes you make the wrong decisions because you, you put something on because it's the same key or yeah. the same rhythm as opposed to the right song for that moment mm. so sometimes when you take all of the technicalities out you're actually just playing the right song at the mm. moment yeah so do you think I'm better than say Pete <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> 
definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. Def- we love you, Pete, but not this morning. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Right, Angela, what are we eating? Um, so we're eating roasted scallops with a carrot, ginger and coriander dressing with toasted breadcrumbs. Ooh, Inspired by my friend Nathan's recipe on Waitrose. Oh, really? Yeah, Who's Nathan? Nathan? So Nathan Outlaw is one of the best. Honestly, I genuinely think so. He's one of the best chefs in the country. He's one of my top five. He's brilliant. Ooh. And he has a fish restaurant down in Port Isaac. <clears throat> and you see the sea as you eat the fish that he's mm. cooked for you. Well, I'll take you down there. Honestly, Ooh, yeah. one of the best meals you'll have. He's brilliant. Now, Annie, would you dare cook a scallop at home? I wouldn't have the first clue. <laughs> so how, right, in fact, how do you I think... wouldn't even know, I mean, you'd obviously go to a fishmonger, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, <laughs> I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know what it looked like in, you know, raw, I wouldn't have, yeah. a, I don't think I've ever seen one in the sea. <laughs> what does a scallop even look like in the wild? I don't know. In a shell, you'd get it in the shell. Oh, it's in oh, the shell. It's in yeah. Shell. That's in the shell, which is like two like that. Yeah. That's it, the shell. Is it like this that. type of shell? That's it, this that's is a scallop, scallop shell. shell, yeah. Oh, wow. We should say it's presented in a shell. And now, how easy is this? Because if this was served at home, if Annie Max served me this in a house, my head would fall off. <laughs> but is this one of those things that looks mad impressive and is quite easy, or is this? It quite is tricky? actually no, because you do a lovely pickle with the carrot, the shallot, the ginger. Oh my! Then you God. make a little ginger butter, <laughs> and then you roast your scallops. And that you set- is insane. Mm. And that you set good. off the fire alarm twice in your mm. house. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Wow, worth, worth the fire alarm. Worth, worth the fire, fire alarm. Blended in with my tinnitus. It was yeah. It was By perfect, the way, yeah. when the fire alarm went off, we had to open the back door. That back door, and the other day, the door's proper stiff. It's like a slidey door. Right, yeah. And I said to Mish, we need to oil that back door. And I came in and he was doing it with olive oil. <laughs> Bless I was him. like, I don't need you to baste it. And the, I mean like oil from the knee. He had like a jar of olive oil like that, like doing it alone. I was like, whack a bit of balsamic on it as well, shall we? So we thought... We could have a little champagne with a scallop. Yes. I know lovely. it's January and I know it's time that people are doing dry jan. Yeah. I'm not going to do dry jan. Are you? No. 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 Now, Annie. Yeah. Little glass of champagne, Annie. Do you have champagne on your rider or did I make that up? Mm-hmm. You do? Nice. So when you DJ, you'll like, oh, have a little little bit of champagne. A bottle of champs. A bottle of Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. Loads of beers. Yeah. Nice Peroni. Yeah. Pack of Neurofen Express. <laughs> <laughs> Pop that in the bottle of champagne and shake. What's on your rider? Good um, question. On my... Go on. <laughs> Come on. I was going to guess. Go on. Like a giant diptyque candle that has to be lit like at least an hour before you enter the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say loads and loads of like, you know, the expensive water. Temperature? Uh, ice cold. Fridge okay. cold, yeah. Uh, and you'd have to have ice as well. A lot of ice and a lot of citrus, a lot of lemons, fresh, mm. fresh lemons and limes. Mm. And I would say you'd have a lot of Peroni. Okay. Ah. Semi-right. I do have beer on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like sparkling water cold, yeah. flat water, yeah. room temperature. Right. Oh, interesting. Because it's yeah. too different. Well, that's when you're actually thirsty, I think. Yeah. And then when it's cold, I can't get it down. What but... about the candles? No, I don't have a candle, but maybe I'll start asking for a candle. <laughs> Um, we are going to have with our scallops the waiter of champagne, Blanc de Moi. Ooh. Yeah. I was French in a former life. Cheers. 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 Which cheers. Is... Mm. Oh, yeah. That's lovely That's champagne. Yeah, really nice. It's lovely, mm. that. 
It's quite sweet. Yeah, it is. It's quite fruity. Mm, fruity. Mm, really nice. Yeah. Um, so we are at the beginning of the year, a time when people like to make a resolution and have True. a new outlook on life. You, I feel like you're always, like Annie never like sits on her ass and is like, I'm just going to watch double episode of Catchphrase. She's always <laughs> like, let me do something. So do you get that sense in January? Does January mean anything to you? Or are you just like, there's... 12 months of the year. <laughs> um, yeah. I think January is kind of like, it's like a time to uh, reflect and a time to plan. Right. I would love a plan. Love yeah. A, do love a plan. I like to zoom out on the year and look at it and make sure that there's enough gigs in and holidays in and everything happening when it should. Um, but also it's kind of quiet for gigs. Mm-hmm. Music industry kind of stops. Mm. So it's a good time to post Christmas where you've had a bit of headspace to actually just like have ideas and... Right. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to think this month that I'd be writing some short form pieces about anything that springs to mind and um, maybe thinking about ideas for the next book. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So that so would be your third one. That'd be my third, third book. One. Wow. So yeah. Mother Mother came out when? 20... It came out in 2021. 2021. And then this new one, The Mess We're In, is coming out this May. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very different book. Um, so it, I have to think about what the third one will be now. When you say The Mess We're In, you're talking about politics us as people no, it's fiction so it's fiction, entirely fiction okay. talking right. about a chaotic uh, a chaotic young woman who lives in london and uh, she becomes a chef it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of bad sex <laughs> to, drinks a lot works yes. in an irish bar wants to make music but doesn't yeah, really uh, okay. know how uh, lives with a band mm-hmm. so it's kind of a year in the life of her it's from her head um, and I, I'm just like in the phase now. Here's the thing about book writing, right? That I still can't get my head around. There's a period where you finish writing the book and then you have to send the book. You'll know this, babe. You have to send the book to people to read, to then solicit them for... An opinion. An opinion. Mm-hmm. A Which review, you don't really want to hear. A nice snappy one-line <laughs> quote yeah. that you will then put on the cover mm-hmm. or the inside cover. Yeah. That's the bit that I cannot, I just, I do not like asking people for things. Sure. Full stop. I found that so hard, that bit. Um, so at the moment, I'm the the books are with the people. Yeah. And now I have to wait for the people to get back. Did you pick and it's who to send it? Do you pick mm. who to send it to? Yeah. And did you pick anyone um, who you're like a massive fan of yeah. that you're like oh my god yeah writers and musicians because okay. oh it's a book about oh, music there's a lot of music in it mm. so there's a sex scene with Roisin Murphy singing in it so I've sent oh. I've sent it to Roisin Murphy oh, wow I already feel like she'll like that I hope so Do I told her I mean? in advance I was like you're in a sex scene oh. yeah. appalls <laughs> you should you should yeah. probably read this yeah you read that bit and do you send him the full book or just a bit full book yeah. full book yeah. ooh because a big ass because I remember when I it's had to do this ass. and I asked Annie and I was like no one's bloody coming back to me and she's like well, they're not going to get it. I'll be like, well, there's my week gone. I'm just yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. what They've you expect. Like you want them to in. sit down for three days and read it. And it ain't going to happen. But it could yeah. take three to four months. Yeah. yeah. And I, I found with the first book is that you'd send it to people and then you wouldn't hear from them for a month and then six weeks. And you would, go, you would literally be tearing your hair out going, yeah. do you think it's shit? This is so embarrassing. Why did I bother writing a book? Who do I think I am anyway? All of this. And then they'll message you three months after and go, babe, I'm so sorry I haven't yeah. read it yet. I've just been really busy. Yeah. And you're like, mm. oh, oh, thank God. Yeah. So I've learned from from the first time to, to have no extra. expectations yeah. Yeah. of how long it takes people to read. And when do you go and write? Like, how do you do it? Because, you know, you've got so much going on. You have your podcast, you have your night, you have your book, you have yeah. your kids, you have your DJ gigs. Like, Thanks. how do you do it? When do you fit it in? What's your like, I do it in the mornings, mainly. Okay. I get up and just go straight to the rave shed at the end of the mm-hmm. garden and just write. And Tell everyone about the rave shed. 
Well, it's like a purpose-built soundproofed room with my decks and records. And it was initially painted raspberry pink, as advised by my interior designer consultant, Nick Grimshaw. <laughs> and he advised me to do it uh, walls and ceilings. So it was literally a pink cave. You couldn't yeah. get any more like lol mm. in terms of like a woman cave. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay, come to my like pink stepping cave. stepping into goop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like that for ages, but now I've decided because I'm more mature, just to freshen up. Yeah, and fully white. So it's it's more of a it's more of a writing space now than a rabies. And where, how did you get into writing? I mean, what when did you wake up and say, "Well, actually, I'm going to write a book"? I did it in uni. I did English right. lit. So I've, oh, I've always okay. read. I've always so written. Yeah. I've always journaled all my life. Right. Okay. Do you still but journal? I still journal now and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Less than I would like. Yeah. Um, and. Um, I think I kind of, I think I had a midlife crisis or something okay. like that. I'm not, I think I might still be in it. I don't know what the, what it is. But <laughs> still, might still be in it. So she <laughs> drinking champagne at lunchtime. On a <laughs> I don't think that's a crisis. I think you're at one with yourself. Do you think yeah. that you since in, you've become a writer, you can drink more in the day? And it's like, wow, artistic. Um, no, I haven't no, got okay. that yet. You think you're treating Capote When I was writing my book, I was like, I'm going to smoke in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love like, Grimmy like gazing out the window with a cigarette. Like, Do you know what yeah, I yeah. want to start doing New Year's resolution wise? Because genuinely, this time last year, I was in America and I was thinking, what do I want to do with my new year? My new and life. I, with my oh, new yeah, life. After like, radio, leaving yeah, radio right, and like, yeah. what do I want to do? Because we were coming out of like two years of yeah, pandemic. Pandemic and, and weird lockdowns and day job people around and, yeah. and all that. Major. And I, I was saying to Misha, I was like, what I want to do is have people at the house more and cook more. Yeah. And we do it a bit, but I was like, I want it to be like, you know, like that house when you're growing up and you yeah. always go to like Aunt Carmel's house or someone's yeah, house yeah, and you'd yeah. always go and cook. I was like, that needs to be our house. I want to do mm. more cooking around the table, loads of people. Yeah. And genuinely in the same week, yeah. Um, I got called to be like, do you want to do a podcast where you have dinner and with Angela Artner and she's cooking and you have a chat? And I was like, yes. <laughs> You've just answered and my, I was like, my, actually, my prayers. Actually, I do. And as a result, he's done no, no cooking home for a year. <laughs> and as a result, yeah. Angela is now his resident chef. Yeah. Life you is know great. It has ruined my life a little bit. It has ruined my life a little bit because when you have Angela's food, whatever you make is rubbish. <laughs> and that's it not is. True. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I make it and I'm like, it's all right. <laughs> Whereas before, I thought it yeah, was good. Yeah, but I know she's inspired you in terms of cooking, right? In the kitchen. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. And I think, Angela, you're really good at not being a stress head. No. In the no kitchen. Because, you know, you like freak out and you panic. I remember you and T come in and I did the one mm. tip that you said don't do, which was I did like a three course meal once and I did three things that I'd never made before. Oh, God. <laughs> So like, why would you stress yourself out yeah, like that? Yeah, that's three new things. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So I think my New Year's resolution is going to be um, to take what I've learned from Angela <laughs> and actually step it up a bit. Do what yeah. you know and a bit more. And yeah, a bit more. exactly. What yeah, about you, Ange? What's your vision for 2023? Oh, God. I mean, well, I come here in this lovely house of yours and then I go back and I think, oh, Neil, we still haven't done that, that and that. And that's <laughs> Neil, been like all the holes in the 15 wall. years of me going, God, yeah. you've really got to get that sorted Just out. Just so you know, Angela, so I'd like, I feel the same whenever I leave Honestly, everything's in a right place and everything matches and it's just like, I mean, I'm like, oh, I need me. Yeah. We should just do a little weekly swap. 
Oh my god! I like love Neil can that. do the spare room, Mish, and then Neil can do all the cooking and show I genuinely you. Genuinely, and that. I could give Mish the list I want to give to Neil, who will just look at me and laugh and go, Are "You kidding me? Let's just get a man." Yeah. So we could just do a oh little husband so swap. The, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we're going to be yeah. doing for 2023. We're swingers. <laughs> swingers, <laughs> but not like that. The keys in the box. Just for practical issues. This yeah. is going to freak can me I out because Mish as well, though. Yeah, yeah you, you need, need to borrow Mish. Yeah. I could do come and cook with you a bit. You know, Thanks, that's it. I come home after here and there's like a pair of wife fronts in a pot plant. And <laughs> yeah, like child's wife. It's just like someone's ripped a cupboard off its hinges, yeah. a cupboard door. Yeah. It's living with small boys. It's, it's like living with Neil. To it's be fair, insane. Boys, it's yeah. absolutely yeah. insane. Like yeah. just the capacity to mess up a room. Yeah. It's really something. They don't sit on a sofa. They lie in between the back cushions of a sofa mm. and the sofa frame. So Any given time, the sofa cushions are just like all yeah. over the room. You wouldn't, babe. I don't know if I can do it. No. I don't know if I can. I read Graham Norton said the other day, being like, I just couldn't have kids. Like, I just don't have like the patience for yeah. it. And I was like, I don't know if I... <laughs> you have to really compromise yeah. your quality of life mm -hmm. when it comes to how your house mm -hmm. looks. Yeah. You really do. Like th there's Sharpie on the on the walls. Yeah. There's you know mm. there's there's we all over the floor. We it's, <laughs> it's it's horrific. Yeah, but yours is a very masculine household. You have a husband who's men. a man, and then two boys, <laughs> two boys that are men. men yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just got a cat who's a woman. I was going to ask. That was yeah. deliberate. Yeah, uh, of yeah, deliberate. Has she changed the energy? She kind of has actually. She's yeah. brought out the really affectionate side of the two boys, oh, and they sweet. just like love her and cuddle her, and she yeah. falls asleep on their beds and stuff. Oh, Riley wears her as a hat. Oh, which she loves. Not. <laughs> um, so the oldest one, Oshin, is nine. And Riley is five. Yeah, so there's still, there's a gap they're still, as well. They're, yeah, there's a gap. Young. They're still babies. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're very much babies. Maybe like five to 12 is not hell. And then 12 to teenage dead is hell. Young, <laughs> young boys smelling. Sorry. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, like already, like yeah. what I have to do to get my kid to cut his hair is unbelievable. He, he, yeah. he, it's the bribery involved. Yeah. He doesn't want to cut his hair. So what's he going to be like when he's 15? Yeah. Don't touch me, mum. Yeah. 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 I remember Liv, my niece. Liv wouldn't let us brush her hair. And she had hair like like you and Ryan, yeah, like big, mad thick hair. curly yeah, thick yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. And she wouldn't let us brush it. Yeah. And my sister was like, We we one of these days, we got just gonna have to wash it and brush it like it's minging. And she'd be like, No. And she wouldn't let anyone touch it or like she, That's exactly what she And did. she'd go to sleep and me and Jane would have to go in and Jane had secretly brush like brush her hair like that yeah. and try and like put conditioner on no. it. Yeah. yeah. No, and then Liv cottoned on and then she'd push it all behind her head and neck and go sleep like that. <laughs> she didn't I love like it. Start, I like it. And it was like Jane was having to like spray like coal stuff in it. Yeah. Oh it yeah, so like washing it. Yeah. That's like actually we have yeah. to rub his cream, his like moisturizer in. We have to cut his nails in his sleep. Cut like, his nails in his sleep. And that's sorry. That's quite fab. I'd love that. That's quite. I imagine quite like Liza Minnelli. <laughs> then he has a pedicure. Yeah, a little mani pedi as you nap. Pretty good. Massive love. This is the problem with parenting. There's a lot of guesswork. There's yeah. no courses you can go mm -hmm. on. Yeah, yeah, of You're course. just blagging it. You're just blagging mm. it. The whole time. I always love the story of you coming home when you just had your first son, when T was holding the baby and he was like, what does it eat? <laughs> <laughs> I love this story so much. T is seven years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. 
He was 28 when uh, Oshin was born <laughs> and he wasn't really qualified to be a parent. <laughs> Either was I. But yeah, we, anyone is. Exactly. Anyone like, is. We, brought, yeah. we, brought, we brought him home and he was like, yeah. so yeah, like, like what, what is yeah. he? What do we, yeah. what do we feed him? Yeah. It's like a six day old baby. It's like, no, no, he just, he just drinks, babe. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That sums, that, that sums us up entirely. <laughs> <laughs> entirely sums us up. So clueless. I love it. Do that. they know now like what you do for jobs? Because I always like, I remember when Annie first, maybe me and our friend Amy, we were like, imagine growing up in Annie Mac is your mom. Like how cool. And, and your dad's toddler teen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about, have they cottoned on like your DJ and like go to clubs? Yeah, they do. Okay. They know now. I want to I wanna start bringing Oshin to gigs though. Like yeah. at the right yeah. festival, if it was a daytime show, yeah. I think he would really yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. I think yeah. he'd get bored after about half an hour, but yeah. that's fine. But no, they do. I think I think he's kind of into it. He says like people at school are like people say you're famous, <laughs> <laughs> so he's and, and so he has to like navigate that. But uh. no, he's um he, I think he's secretly quite kind of into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. But they deliberately don't like their dad's music. Like whenever right. T comes home from studio and plays a tune, they're like. No, I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just, well, just because right. this is his dad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Were you like that when you were a kid? Did you? Because I always hated the music my mum and dad played, and yeah. then when I've yeah. grown up, I'm like, oh, they it's were right. Really good. Yeah. I know what they were doing. Yeah. 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 But yeah. were you like that with your mum and dad? Because they were into music. Weren't they, they were into music, yeah, and they were probably into loads of American folk like Woody Guthrie and Bob Dylan yeah. and all of that. So I was really like, whatever. put a donk on it. Whatever. <laughs> put a donk on it, Dad. <laughs> Very apt that we have you on in January because yep. January time for changes and your podcast, of course, is called Changes. Um, do you have anyone that has actually changed your outlook or your way of life or changed how you do something that you've interviewed? Oh my God. Like I got, I've changed, I've talked to so many people about change. I became addicted to change. I right. genuinely feel like leaving Radio 1 was a direct result of just doing changes because mm. I was like, life can change. Mm. I can do anything. It's so mm. empowering. Yeah, there's been loads of people. Gabor Mate is mm. someone who had a huge yeah. influence on me. He, it was one of those strange interviews where he kind of turned the tables and started speaking to me and asking me questions. Wow. And I'm not used to that. I was a bit yeah. like, it kind of felt like a bit of a therapy session. <laughs> Um, but we've got some good people coming up. So we've got um, this woman called Edith Eva Eager, who wrote this book called The Choice. She's a Holocaust survivor. Wow. She's 96. Wow. And uh, she's absolutely incredible. She wrote this book called The Choice, which Oprah loves. And it's like a global bestseller. And it's yeah. about her and her sister's experience of Auschwitz and escaping that. And, and she's now like a psychotherapist in America, still working, still got she, clients wow. at 96. Mm. And she does a high kick at the end of every speech that she makes. And in the podcast, I was like, do you still uh, do the high kicks? Yeah. And she was like, what? A high kick? Oh, like that's... Okay, obsessed. Yeah. She was like, I don't retire. I don't like the word retiring. Why would I... Like, why would you ever mm. retire? She goes, yeah. I love working. This is what keeps me like... So she's incredibly that's inspiring. That's coming out soon. Yeah. I hope so. I'd, I would be... Oh my God, imagine yeah. being at 96 mm. and still high being... High kicking. Boom! <laughs> that's, babe, that's, it's an absolute dream. Yeah, yeah come of course. on. Yeah. Yeah. And Angela, that was so yum. Pleasure. Really delicious. Absolutely. And bangin'. Annie, thank you so much. Thanks for well, coming. How's the hangover gone? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm hammered. It's great. Way! <laughs> Make sure you listen to Annie's podcast and go check out Before Midnight as well. Thanks, we're gonna go. We're going, we're going, we're going. We're going to go, there's tickets out now, right? Yeah, tickets are on sale now. There's loads of shows in London and beyond all for the next like two or three months. They're all, they're all. Yeah, fair. Yeah, ready, yeah. ready. Love yeah. it. And then the book in May. Book in May. Which is scarily soon uh-huh. now. It's terrifying, mm. but I'm excited about it. Yeah, good, yeah. you should be. Yeah. 
Annie McManus, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Annie. If you would like to recreate today's dish for your friends or family or maybe a stranger in the street, head to waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. That is where you'll find all the meals we've ever made on the podcast. Follow Dish wherever you get your podcast so you'll get it delivered to your device every week. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a great review. If you don't, listen to something else. <laughs> we can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela, wherever they are, to dish at waitrose.co.uk. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.